Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you have planned a motor west... It's time for NBC Radio News on KCAA Loma Linda. Brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary, the Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. Google GreenKong.com. Now, here's a new concept. Digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area, 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for Digital Network Advertising. One last time, Digital Network Advertising, 909-222-9293. This is Dick from Carpet Masters. Carpet Masters has been serving the Inland Empire for over 55 years. Carpet Masters uses extraction cleaning for your carpet because there's no better cleaning to remove the soil from your carpet. All of our furniture cleaning is done by hand in your home or in our plant. Carpet Masters also offers dry cleaning for fine furniture. Call Carpet Masters at 793-7215. That's 793-7215 for Carpet Masters. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA DNA did right right by me. me. California headline news, Los Angeles District Attorney Jackie Lacey announced today she is charging Harvey Weinstein with sexually assaulting two women in L.A. County over a two-day period in 2013. We believe the evidence will show that the defendant used his power and influence to gain access to his victims and then committed violent crimes against them. Eight women have come forward to accuse Weinstein of sexual assault in L.A. County. Strong winds are still being felt in Southern California. The National Weather Service says the winds over Los Angeles and Ventura counties have begun to weaken a bit, but will remain gusty through Tuesday morning. And there was an unusual drunk driving arrest in Fresno overnight. This police lieutenant was on patrol when he saw the suspect driving backwards down a street. It was a sight to see. It was very, I'd never seen that before uh, in my 25 25- years as I'm driving I can see the headlights facing me I can see him looking at me the suspect crashed into a sign he told police his vehicle was broken and would only go in reverse Steve Clawson California News what would you like to be better at dancing poker yoga according to a study CVS customers are better than most at something important staying on prescriptions which tends to make you healthier So get a free prescription savings review. Plus, earn up to 50 extra bucks rewards each year for filling. Because of the things you could be better at, staying healthy tops them all. Treat yourself well at CVS. Terms and conditions apply. Not all prescriptions eligible. See our pharmacist or cvs.com slash rxsavings or slash rxrewards. 
Real travel is life-changing. With Trafalgar, you'll discover the best way to travel and connect with the culture, people, and places you visit. You'll travel with the freedom to discover and the confidence to explore. With over 300 trips on all seven continents, you get real experiences that you won't find elsewhere. These are just a few of the greatest travel stories you'll ever tell. Save up to 7.5% on trips. Terms and conditions apply. Visit your travel agent or Trafalgar.com. Trafalgar, simply the best. Here's the legend of Mountain Mike's Pizza. There's a tale the early settlers tell that while panning for gold just below San Francisco near the Redwoods, a unique discovery was made. Not just gold in the ground, but the golden smell of Mountain Mike's Pizza and their fresh homemade pepperonis. A taste the 49ers from all over California couldn't pass up. It was pizza from the mountaintop. Pizza the way it ought to be. Since 70 aught plus 8, Mountain Mike's has been dishing up pizza dough rolled fresh daily using real whole milk mozzarella with mouth watering delicious fresh ingredients including their legendary crisp curly pepperoni that makes their pizza sought after like the gold of the 1800s. Now Mountain Mike's has come to Redlands located at the Redlands Packing House District near Sprouts. Feed your family for the holidays at mountainmikespizza.com or 909-335-1133. That's 909-335-1133 and discover this pizza gold for yourself. Google Mountain Mike's Redlands. KCAA. No matter what it is in life that you want, you gotta go out there and get it. Still nothing come to a sleeper but a dream. Never give up on your goals, stay focused on you. Focus your view, succeed, cause I'm hoping you do. Keep climbing up the ladder, cause the key to success. Go hard and go home, never settle for less. Life is stress, but we gotta deal with it, homie. Send a prayer to the man to put a shield on it. Work hard for what you get, appreciate what you got. You can always improve, just don't stop. Going for your dream to achieve in your life. Gotta take a chance like rolling the dice. It won't come to you, so you gotta go get it at the end of the day. Add up the digits, Miss Price used to say, if there's a wheel, there's a way. So I live by it until this very day. I kept on mashing and I never gave up. Me believing in myself is the way I came up. Don't What's up, team? This is Robert Porter with I Love San Bernardino County Radio Show on KCAA NBC 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, 10.50 AM, where we will talk politics, culture, and history. Today, we're missing out on the great Carmel Rocare. She's uh, running her kids around town like a good madre should, and uh, we do appreciate appreciate everything she does. And the fact that she couldn't be here today, I'm sad, I'm sad. But uh, we do have... I can, I can tell by the tears. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, you know, we love Carmel, but we do have the great Tim Abney uh, from uh, from great. Chi- yeah, boy, I just from, got promoted. Yeah, from, from Chicago, but uh, but uh, but definitely a San Bernardinian in the heart, and he, he's a great DJ I was, on KMN. I was born here. <laughs> oh, you were born here? Oh, huh? Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't I. go to Chicago till I was drug away. Kicking and screaming every inch of the way well, at well, 16. Well, well, born here, and uh, <laughs> but he loves Chicago pizza and loves Chicago food and, and, and of course, the Cubs. And then we got our, our guest host, uh, Scott Olson, in the house. And we're missing Oliver Chavez today. I don't know where he is, but he's always invited every single show. And I wanted to sincerely thank Oliver for the hard work he's put in uh, lately for the show. He's brought in some really good sponsors. We just uh, actually got celebrities over there on 40th Street as a sponsor. Very good. So Celebrities is a good spot to grub. So go down to 40th Street. It's uh, like, what, what are some other businesses right there? Uh, um, well, it's, it's uh, right across the street from Cardenas. Yeah, and across the street from Bobo's, right? right no, Bobo's right, is further east. Further east, okay. Yeah, they're, they're on the west side of Sierra Way, and Bobo's is on the east side. And, and, and Celebrities has a huge parking lot, so you can go on in there. And like uh, on New Year's Eve... Uh, we went in there with uh, with my good friend Amy, and man, we had some incredible steaks. It was so good. I mean, like, like there was like cheese and mushrooms and avocado and zucchini. It was on a bed of zucchini, and it was it was super oh super yummalicious. And then he then Max, the owner over there, he's such a good guy. On the house brings out a tray of treats. There was like fried banana. 
um, a brownie the size of a boulder, <laughs> like some, I think some macaroons with like, like strawberry uh, jam on them. I, I, I should not have been doesn't eating that, all that, but it was good. Doesn't that make them macarons? Well, <laughs> they, they were good. I don't know. They were good. And like, I just wanted to thank Max for helping sponsor this show. And I want you all to go on there and eat and eat and eat. And then just, uh, if you want to throw an event, he's got like... I don't know. There must have been 50 different TVs in there. So if you like sports, they got every yeah. single kind of sports you can watch. Great up place there. to go. Yeah. Great place to go uh, for football on Sundays. Oh, absolutely. All the games. And All baseball. Games. And yeah. so if you're interested in hanging out and 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 going, taking your family out for something good, hang on over there. Ask for Max. He treats you like a king. And I want to thank him so much for sponsoring this show. We really appreciate that, Max. And then also Oliver brought in. Um, I I just um, been recently speaking with Tam's Burger over in Rialto. So like. They're, they're going to sponsor some shows, so I'm going to go over there and visit their spot. Um, we're working on uh, Kia from Fontana. So we got some really great prospects, and not to mention the, um, the, the sponsors for politics. We're going to have uh, Brian Davison uh, f- uh, for uh, Fifth Ward Office uh, helping sponsor the show. And then uh, later on, we'll have uh, Juan Figueroa um, helping sponsor the, the History Tidbit, which we'll be playing in a little bit. Yeah, you know, once my uh, cool uh, engineers get ready. Now today we have two engineers. I want to thank DJ Franco. He's gonna be uh, leaving us here shortly, but he will be around here or there on the weekends and stuff. But he won't be our main engineer. But our new one is Fast Freddy in the house. We want to thank him so much for showing up today. And anytime you want to jump in, this is your show too, dude. Grab that mic and jump on in. You got a question? Anytime, hit us up and we'll see what's going down. All right. Um, I I I. I I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on with me because, uh, you know, I, I care a lot about my madre and my mom is uh, is my all and she's the only parent I have left. And uh, we, we went in to get her heart checked and had some dye shot in there today and they kept her at St. Bernardine's. I guess she's going to, she has got to have a quadruple bypass. And if you guys have been following the show and you know me, I just had a, a triple bypass myself uh um, three months ago. So what I did is I didn't give my mom a choice. I pushed her to go get tested and uh, we were hoping for the best, but at least uh, now that we found out at least what's going on, she can, you know, uh, have her surgery tomorrow and, uh, and get back on the road and start walking and doing all the things we were doing before because that, that, that heart surgery, um, is, it's a serious thing. It's no joke, but dying from a heart attack is way worse. Yeah. Right? Well, that's, that's why that old joke about Something being serious as a heart attack yes. is no joke. Yes, and people seem to understand how important it is to take care of your heart, and t- you know, but they don't do it, right? People know that having a heart attack is bad. They've heard of people that have died from it, but they still continue to eat bad. So I'm, I'm not the best eater in the world, but I really do try now. I try to have a salad every day. I try to, to have vegetables instead of a meat-based thing. I mean cauliflower rice um you know there's a there's a, a rule of thumb about meat mm-hmm. uh, one serving of meat you know how big it should be really for healthy eating how big the size of a deck of cards yeah that's not too bad and, and like you can still eat meat it's just you can't eat like 50 uh, uh wings and, and no vegetables you, you know? you're not going to have that uh 24 ounce prime steak yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, at least not in one sitting now, yeah unless you're in my situation where i have no cholesterol issues in my background heart well, attacks are not really in my then background you probably have to worry that. about sugar i am the diabetes side of things and so for me that extra meat i eat and it's, i it's, it's the protein and here's the thing. Well, we is, can tell you've been eating some extra meat there. Buddy. I'll tell you, I will be the first to confess. There's a ten pounds on there from my when enjoying holiday season. You get a good job. It, it's more than getting a good paycheck. You get a good belly, that's for sure. Scott's going to admit <clears throat> admit to that, and I will also come clean. Since Thanksgiving, I have gained eight pounds. Well, uh, you have now, one of the best. Your wife's one of the best cooks in San Bernardino. Well, that's right, and she yeah. put me right back on my diet. Today, <laughs> but you you are so the fun's you, over. Tim can barbecue it up, but his wife makes some excellent food and and jams yeah. and jellies and everything else you can imagine. So yeah, my thing is at my work, I do a lot of activities, and I just got done with the last six to eight months with a program that I created uh, for involvement in smaller uh, groups. 
and all of that. And what I didn't count on is if you get involved in multiple Chamber of Commerces, uh, three to be exact, uh, plus five or six other service groups and all of that, they all want to have Christmas parties. Yes, they do. And so I literally, literally, my favorite Christmas party that I go to at Mill Creek every year, I had to skip out on it because I had like two or three Christmas parties the days before that and two or three the day after that. I so think I I'm did like, too, too many Christmas parties this oh, year, I did too. way yeah. too many. My, and, yeah, my it, vice is uh, Alan Borgen's Grub Club dinners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... well well, what the well, main thing is, you got to do exercise, team. I don't care what yep. you're eating. I, if you can at least get out there and do some walking, uh, get, get your body moving. I'm, I'm up to 4.6 miles myself, and I started off. I could barely walk around the block with hey. my heart. So I'm, I'm doing a good job, but Very I want to see you all doing that, too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, a, you know, instead of going to that movie, go exercise. What? What? Yes. Go listen to the birds. Look at the wind as it hits the trees and the leaves. Walk around the golf course if you need some scenery. Go for a hike on the weekend instead of going to the movies. You don't have to stuff your mouth with popcorn. You could be stuffing your, your uh, mouth with, with bottled water and walking up the hills and enjoying nature. And there well, is the, Go ahead. For me, I got a plot in the community garden. Got tired of arguing with my mobile home park manager over all the silly little stuff. So now in Rialto... They have a wonderful situation, which I, I think I took you to there once, but you're welcome to go again. In, in I'm going to grow it. Generation Now, I believe, in, in some of their affiliates with the um, Garcia Center is, is making a new uh, San Bernardino garden. So I would love for them to take a tour of the Rialto facility. It's run by the city, and it's an the setup is just incredible. I was just That's mind-boggled great. when I started going to classes yeah, there. Yeah, I, I went over there the water and the out with you and... Um, there was some good plots, but Scott Olson's was, looked like a bunch of dirt and goat heads, so you better get to work over there. <laughs> I've barely had two or three days. It's looking a lot better. And, and there's one, one thing, you know, uh, I'll have to admit to being the old guy in the room, and I've got... What? <laughs> Not me for once. Yeah, yeah. I, and I've, I've got, uh, uh, at my advanced age, I have developed some balance issues. And I used to love to just go out and walk. I can't do that so much anymore because I'll end up flat on my keister sitting along the side of the road somewhere. So now I uh, use a stationary bike. Okay. And believe me, that is really good exercise. It's actually better for you than walking. And you know what you can do? You can put that stationary bike in front of a TV or something and watch television while you're doing it and, or and, and prop you, a book you, up you on You garden it. too, right? So that's, oh, yeah. That, that's like gardening is like a mental relaxing for the brain. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you can really relax your mind just by like getting your hands in the dirt and just you're, you're taking care of something. And, and then you get to see the fruits of your labor literally right. afterwards. See it right. and eat it. Yeah. And eat it. Yes. Yeah, one of the spectacular things, and it really blew my mind when I first saw it, is that this garden and they work with the San Rio Master, County Master Gardeners and all that they're yeah. involved. They, zucchini squash, crookneck squash. Everybody wants to grow it, but it always takes up too much space. Right. Yeah, it does take some space. Guess what? They are effectively growing it vertical. Yes, they're, they're training it, it like it, a vine. And there was a lot of it on there too. They were yeah. Really it's it's the way that these. I mean, I was looking at it and I saw what it was, and I'm like, okay, I want I want to get to know what these guys know. By the it way, well, awesome. while we're talking about being the old guy here, I want to get a plug in for my uh, website, www.kermudgeon. That's four syllables, one word. dot com. <laughs> So everyone write that down. <laughs> Everybody write that down. Let me know let me know what comes up when you when you enter it. So so if you could exercise, eat right and uh and stay away from the fast food joints. I, oh, I, the number I, one yeah. number one thing. You know how long it's been since I've eaten anything from McDonald's? Yeah, I, it's been a long time for me too. Yeah. I can tell you. It's been 12 years. Oh man, you got I I I'm, I'm thinking 3 I'm, months is a long time. Other than a I, few times here or there where it's kind of like zero choice or that was what I had, it's probably been 20 for me. Good for you. Okay. Now, wait a second. I bought him I bought him so we were out doing signs and I bought him a burger one time and he ate it. So, <laughs> take that, buddy. Not a, not there. I maybe, have, maybe it was a burrito. I don't know about <laughs> if you call it fast food. The only fast food place that I really like is the Green Shack. 
Oh yeah, uh, man. It's but, 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 hard not but, to like it. But Green Shack is one of my sponsors. Let me tell you, you go into Green Shack, you can get a healthy salad and yes, all veggie that's salad that what is I meant. incredible. Yes, you can yeah. get a little bit of meat on it too if you want, like on their bear, very very steak salad. There they have uh, the Iskander seafood salad. I mean, I was I've been eating salads up the yin yang over there. They've but my got- favorite is the. The chef salad. You got to try that one. It's really good. I have. Good. Oh. They also have some pretty good seafood sandwiches. Ooh. My problem is that there's only one of them that I can eat because of allergies. Well, I thought That's if the you tuna. S- I just thought if you see food, you eat it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way I was for a long time. Those days, yeah, those days are over, right, Scott? <laughs> when I used to physically have to throw the stuff and all of that, where I was doing pallets every day, yeah, I would could eat whatever I wanted. Yeah. Now, for me, what I found out, and it's still kind of sort of half fast food but it's a little bit better quality is we have a lot of newer level restaurants to jump it up and i'm not going to mention names because until they pay money to sponsor the show yeah if they're not uh, yeah, if they're not throwing but, a nickel in for the uh, cause you know <laughs> but, but but we still it's all right to support local businesses here yeah. in san Bernardino. i do yeah. like that well i i will give uh, uh there is one that's on tippy canoe that just came in uh, a couple months ago and it's always busy and it stays open late which is good for me um then the other thing I've uh, over down uh, on the eastern side of hospitality down the near street. Costco. Yeah, it's great across yeah. the street yeah. from Costco. I know, I now, know the one you're talking about. Another place I'm going to, and, I, and it, I'm going to mention it because Sam Rodino, get your butt in gear because you could do the same thing if you found the right area. Rialto Renaissance Market. Yes, yes. The new line of restaurants there. I've eaten at probably half the restaurants there at least one to three times since they've all opened. The atmosphere, the environment, the quality of the food, the cleanliness was just, my wife and I love it. What you're saying about San Bernardino getting it in gear, you know, I worked in Pasadena for 15 years. I worked at Caltech, and I was on the, I I took the 210 freeway as they kept building it further east. They, you know, they finally, I could take the freeway all the way home. But the one thing I've noticed is, if you start in Pasadena or someplace, I don't know, from the 15 freeway, as you drive <laughs> down the 210, there's businesses all, I mean, yeah, all along the 210. Oh, it's, a lot it's of businesses incredible what you've got. Until you get in towards San Bernardino, and then there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. we really need to nothing. build up that corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, you go through Rialto, you go through, because I was in Fontana a couple of days ago, and we would look at the different things. It's, I'm sorry, if they can all do it, then San Bernardino can. And I'm looking forward this next election to some more house cleaning. Have you been to that, that theater in that center? Oh, I don't there? do movie theaters. I haven't done a movie oh, in really? 15 years. No, I go to a lot of movies. I, uh, my wife is a movie nut, yeah. which means I'm a movie nut, yeah. <laughs> I can't, whether I, can't, I like it yeah. or not. I'm so busy. The chances of me being able to sit still for more than an hour in a movie, I can't do it anymore. Well, I'm always moving. That, I, I said that till I started experimenting with Netflix. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, theater, that theater has probably the poshest setting I've ever seen for a theater for a bar and restaurant and all that. Oh, yeah. They've in got the one theater. in Rialto. I've, I've heard That's all about fantastic. it. Fantastic. I've seen – I missed the grand opening on it, but uh, – yeah, I've heard just yeah, it's way beyond. It's the seats. The seats yeah. recline, and they've got heaters in them. Oh yeah, it's, so, so I guess what we just what say, you need to put you right to sleep. It, yeah, my we, movie we re- days are back from the Central really City need, Mall. We really need to spend money in San Bernardino, and uh, and of course all oh. through the county. But go to these smaller businesses. We don't have to go to McDonald's. Yeah, we don't, no, go, no. We don't have to go to Walmart. I, I will spend right? money in San Bernardino as much as I can, but I'm going to put a caveat on that one. In my life, my biggest problem is. Right now, when it comes to my money, I can't spend it if there's no if they don't have the stuff I'm looking for. Well, I mean, we, we're, we're a, a big problem. we're a big county here, and there we have a lot of stuff in our county. Yeah, so but oh just, yeah, just in county, the city yeah. of San Bernardino, but I understand what Scott's saying. Uh, we try to to do as much business as we can with businesses in San Bernardino. It's like I don't go to uh, Home Depot or Lowe's when I need a plumbing part, I go to K&L Hardware on Baseline. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Okay? Th- that's what I'm talking about. You make those little bit of differences and all that sales tax money that, that goes in to benefit the city and its services goes to San Bernardino, not to Redlands, not to Highland, not to Colton, not to Fontana, not to Rialto. It goes to San Bernardino. So yeah, be, that's that's so, what we need. So before you uh, go out there and uh, 
Drink your Slim Fast after your workout. And oh, never. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you, never. Can, you can try this new spot called Cheers. It's right there uh, by the old Target on Sterling and Highland Avenue. Oh, okay. And uh, they, they uh, serve uh, protein drinks really? and other shakes and it's, stuff. It's Pretty good. Right by the old Target there. Yeah, and right next to Starting Five Barber Shop. there. Yeah, so these small little businesses, I'm trying to go. I, I went over there and did some commercials for them today just for free. You know, because I, I think that if we showcase these small local businesses, maybe people will use them and they can stick around. Otherwise, they're going to disappear like all the other ones that you, just you know, show you know up the for other a year reason, and gone. You know the other reason uh, that I like to do business with businesses in San Bernardino? I'm a cheap son of a gun and gas is expensive. Yes, that does <laughs> save money does on gas. expensive, yes. <laughs> So uh, if you want your, you know, it's a new year and you want to live a more healthier lifestyle and help the community, you can live a healthy lifestyle and you can shop in our community and you can help make uh, our community a better place. You know, you don't always have to leave the county to like uh, do good things in our city. For quite some time, we didn't see any building, any new businesses coming into San Bernardino. Now you're seeing some building, you're seeing new businesses opening. You're seeing, uh, you know, in new cheap construction. Land, cheap land. There is and cheap it, land. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, you go down Del Rosa Avenue down there, they're building uh, some kind of a water uh, conservation facility Yeah, that, that is uh, East Valley yeah, Water for, District yeah. is building a uh, – it's actually a treatment plant so that those of us who are East Valley Water customers, we will not be paying to use San Bernardino's water treatment facility. Uh, it was a long time coming. It's still going to take a couple years. But also what they're building is a, I, I don't want to say it's a community center. It's going to be, but it's a facility related to water. And I've seen the blueprints. I've seen the plans. They have, you go to East Valley Water District. If you go onto their website, I have as a customer. Uh, and I've seen the plans. It's going to be a phenomenal place just to go. It's, for that area, it's a jewel. And the thing is what people don't realize is the city of San Rodino, I love it, it's my city, but our city, when it comes to our, you know, we got problems. Oh, sure. sure. Big, big, but with a lot of zeros. And so for long me, as, yeah. So long as there's enough of us around, like, I was born here, I live here, and I don't know, but, I don't but, know but when. But he left to Chicago I don't, a while I, there. Well, right, I spent know. 24 years in Chicago, and I got tired of freezing uh, my yeah, tail yeah, off. Well, I, I saw 38 degrees below zero on my outdoor thermometer one night, and I saluted it and said, I'll never see that again. <laughs> I moved that July. But my point is, and, and, and I'll die here. I will like, probably live in right in the same dumpy little dumpy place that I live oh, in Oh, he's got a beautiful yeah. house up on the well, hill. Well, a, like, a lot of people who live in San Bernardino, especially the north end, east side, are East Valley Water customers in the city yeah. of San Bernardino. And so for me, I get my water from East Valley. I, I have no complaints. And for me, I really do not want... I'll take the price tag for a brand new, high-tech, state-of-the-art Isn't facility. that a conflict of, infer- yeah, I mean, conf- conflict of interest if you're taking water from the East Valley but work for the West Valley? Let's say a little prayer for her. Say you're a big prayer. A big prayer. She's and, an and, awesome lady. Yeah. I worked with her. She helped me a lot at the Home of Navy Services, and I wish her the best she, of recovery. She, she loves your jam, yeah. too. I've seen very, her. Very I've good. Very, oh, yeah. I know she does. Very good chance that uh, my daughter was part of her caregiving team, so well, well, we know she's in good hands. Yeah, that's good. And, like, uh, and say a prayer for everyone out there who uh, is healing from something or having uh, trouble with. And uh, say a prayer yeah. for the caregivers. Yes, because yes. That's, that's important. Yeah. I, I told my mom, I said, hey, say please and thank you every single time because you don't want to have a bad experience like I did with a, with a nurse that really didn't care. And uh, But if I, I think if I would have babied him the whole time, I probably would have got better care. But you know me, I got a big mouth, so I, I took the wrath. But uh, just uh, just know that there uh, there's people out there that are having a rough time right now, and if you could say a prayer for them, I'd really greatly appreciate it. Well, as we're moving on to the next segment here, I'd like to uh, – Talk to Tim Abney here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through a little uh, like timeline here. Um, first, we'll start out with uh, with what you did in Vietnam, and then about you know we'll, we'll go into a little bit of the Cayman, and in a little bit we'll play a. You're the, talking about guerrilla broadcasting. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy has been in radio everywhere, so he's got oh. some really good stuff. But, you know, we, but he also helped me on the musicology show, and he did a little uh, tidbit in uh, our history tidbit so on the Rolling Stones concert right here in San Bernardino over there at Swing Auditorium their first one in They're California very fir- first in, in the USA oh in the USA excuse me yeah and uh, it was pretty cool I got to host it but I got to bring Tim out on that and that was a really
really fun time. So we'll play that in a little bit. But uh, um, first, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how the how the heck did you get in Vietnam? <laughs> I volunteered to be drafted. Well, well, now, now that, that's now, not the brightest thing I ever. Everyone did in my who's life. interested in going to Iran, I want you to go to the recruiter tonight and go and um, you know if if you're supporting. This war with if, Iran, if you go were, for it, man. Go, were, recruit, go get recruited right now. Yeah, if you have if you have that that mindset, then that's a good idea. Yeah, my Not dad. Everybody my, has that my mindset. dad actually volunteered too, and uh, I, he got wounded and got home. And then, like six months after that, he got his uh, draft card in the mail and said that he was going to get. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I I, uh, I I was trained uh, as a radio operator um, at Fort Gordon, Georgia. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> and uh, I went to Vietnam, and I worked in that particular job for about three weeks. And one day they had a change of command ceremony, and they had a camera there. Nobody knew how to operate it. And they asked if anybody, does anybody know how to operate With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Operate this camera. So I said, well, let me take a look at it. And I asked him, do you have a light meter with it? Yeah, yeah, there's a light. Yeah. So they gave me the light meter, and I took some pictures for them. A week later, I was assigned to the photo lab. Now, I thought, that's pretty cool. Photo lab, to me, said dark room. Uh-uh. You know what it said to them? Combat photographer. Oh, man. Yeah. So I did that for five months. Okay. And uh, one day, I was there. So, so what do you take pictures of as a you combat go, I went out on, on assaults with infantry units and took pictures of the war. We record everything, mm -hmm. everything that's captured, anything that, that breaks, anybody that dies, theirs or ours. Mm -hmm. You take pictures of whatever happens. Well, well thank you for your service, no, sir. It wasn't sir. fun. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine it was. So I was on the base camp one day, and they had a, a kind of a, they had a, a retrans station from Armed Forces Radio there, and the colonel that was uh, the base commander, he didn't like Armed Forces Radio. So he had some guys take it over. So they had already, this was already in place when I got there. But they were saying on the air one day, they said, uh, uh, one of the guys is rotating home. He's going to be gone. And we're looking for somebody with a little broadcast experience. Uh, if you think you could help us, come on over and see us. Well, I figured I had as little broadcasting experience as anybody. So <laughs> I went on over there. And they had me watch the guy on the air in the studio there for a while. And they said, do you think you can run this? I said, oh, it's a piece of cake. Okay, wise guy, sit down. I sat down in that chair and everybody left. <laughs> I didn't see another soul for two hours. And where were they? They were getting drunk at an MP uh, uh, EM club not too far away <laughs> listening to me. And they came back and they said, we're going to have you TD wide here and it'll be done tomorrow. And that's where I spent the rest of my tour. And, and you think that, oh, yeah, he's getting out of the thick of things. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> tell, tell, tell us a little bit about well, what, what you were in really the corner into. of the studio. We had a loaded M14 and a loaded M16 all the time. We were about 200 feet away from the wire between us and a, they called it a Vietnamese village. We called it a VC village. The Viet Cong. Right? Yeah, they came through that wire and blew up helicopters and did all kinds of things. Uh, the signal unit there had put up a 120-foot tower with a big red light on top. And it wasn't far away, so they had a nice aiming stake. And we always thought they were aiming for us because they hit right in front of that place three times. Once and you should you should see some of these holes. They're like grown men, <laughs> six foot tall, and you six can foot only five. See, yeah, you can only see half of them. Yeah, 
anyway, um, so after I left, about a month after I left, they got a direct hit right on the roof over the studio. Now, the guy that was on the air got a free ticket home. Didn't kill him. He lucked out in that respect, but he was wounded badly enough that he was done with the service. It looked like it looked like uh, holes all. You could see you saw the ceiling all pictures, through, yeah, yeah, all through the roof. Yeah, the ceiling. The ceiling had great big. Looked like it had big black spots on it, but those were where the shrapnel came through the ceiling. But uh, you know, I, I always thought I had it great. You know, we had an air conditioner there. So I was in an air-conditioned studio. Oh, that must have been and, nice. Oh, it was really cool. I thought I was making out. And then I, in 1986, we did a uh, welcome home parade for Vietnam vets in Chicago. Okay. And I was on the program committee for that parade. And I always told everybody, I said, well, I didn't do anything. I was just a disc jockey, whatever. They said, oh, no. No, no. <laughs> if it hadn't been for you guys, I would have never made it. I realized that... Uh, we kept the morale up, and it was. You we, were you were a much needed part of that whole thing. I mean, war is and that is station terrible. because we were the only game in town, and and you, and you it brought a little bit of home back to them. Yeah, you know? but we were the only game in town, so we had a block formatted. We did uh, show tunes and and uh, big band and jazz and country and soul and top forty oldies, jazz, you know, different time periods every day. Now, 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 I did see, I, he went through all these pictures and stuff, and I, I, I saw a monkey disc jockey. Now, was he oh, better, no, was no, he he better than you? Wasn't he better than you? Or? He was, the, the unit that I was originally assigned to, we got this baby monkey, and we raised him, but he was, he was crazy. And he was on a wire between two is that, buildings. Is that why they gave him to you? Or? No, no, he didn't give him to me. <laughs> he belonged to everybody. Okay. But there was a wire between two buildings, and his leash was connected to that. And he could run back and forth and whatever, you know, and he pretty much had the run of that area. But he was nuts, and he liked beer and Fritos. <laughs> they gave that monkey all the beer he wanted to drink every night. You saw pictures of him sleeping it off. Yeah, well, you could tell. You could tell that wasn't. It, it was a different time, and I and I don't want the animal, animal yeah. gets pissed, you know, well, mad or anything. You know, it was but, it was a different time and a different place. It's uh, history. And, you know, it wouldn't happen now. But you know what they did one time? The NCOs had their own hooch there, and they had each guy had his own room partitioned off, and they started giving some of the regular troops a hard time about things so though they turned that monkey loose in their hooch and that monkey <laughs> so, so tell, poured, what, tell what a hooch is that's the the building they slept in it was just a real temporary sort of building tin roof and screen walls and whatever but he tore that place up <laughs> and they tore it up even worse trying real to catch him around oh huh? yeah Oh, oh yeah, that's now, the, now did, is it true that he smoked cigarettes too? Or he? Oh, he would try. He would. He would smoke anything. And you, <laughs> would, and you know, when I say anything, and we're talking about Vietnam, you get a pretty good idea what I'm talking so, about. So, was was there cannabis in Vietnam? What do they think you've been sitting on? All them funny little green plants. <laughs> yeah, like my dad would talk stories about Vietnam with cannabis, and they said that like they would. There would be like a tree, like a 20-foot-tall tree, and they'd cut it down and be all flowered out and just hang it up, and they'd go on patrol. Upside down. Yeah. Upside down, they hang and it. They, and then yeah. come back, and it, it would still be a little moist, so they would dry that up over the fire and then just roll it up and smoke it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, you know, I... I uh... I didn't inhale. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that lie. Yeah, I'm not going to tell that lie. I didn't. I didn't smoke cigarettes at the time, but uh, I smoked a few roll your own. that good and One of our one of our guys at the station smoked a pipe, and he mixed his uh, his own blend. He had you know Captain Black pipe tobacco. It's got a real distinctive odor. Okay. He he mixed it half. Captain Black and half of the local herb. Oh, that's like and European it, style. Smoked it all the time. He didn't care who was around. There were officers around and whatever. He's still smoking his pipe. And his eyes are all glazed over all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can honestly say I made it through the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, and I never smoked well, it or touched it. We're going to get you to smoke someday. 
<laughs> well, I've made it into the twenty, uh, the twenty twenty, so it's another decade without it. So, so, so one time, yeah, but it's legal now. Did they, <laughs> I, I seen a picture of you online with uh, what, what was like a ro- uh, grenade launcher. Yeah. So tell us that story. Well, that 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 picture was taken. Um, uh, you can't see me shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared that day because that was the first time. I was going out on an, uh, an assault with an infantry unit as a photographer. Mm-hmm. That was the very first one. And when I look at that now, and knowing what I knew very shortly thereafter that, I would not have been wearing what I was wearing. Because mm-hmm. right away, there was a lot of things I was wearing that just weren't really appropriate for the boonies in mm-hmm. Vietnam. And it was but, no uh, joke. It was it was scary and in yeah. hard terrain and yeah. I did I didn't you like were the, risking your life. I didn't like the M16. They issued me one. I cleaned it and put it in my Footlocker. I got that M79 in my hand. That's that 40 millimeter grenade launcher. Okay. And a whole bunch of shotgun shells. They made shotgun shells that big around. Really? Oh, monster! So you could shoot a you could shoot a shotgun out of that thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It was a big int- shotgun, huh? I didn't know that. That's interesting. And I also had a 45. Okay. So I had a 45 on my hip, and I carried that 40-millimeter grenade launcher, and I carried everything all the rest of the infantry guys did, a full load of ammo and everything, and two cameras and film. Okay. And I never saw a picture that I took. Really? They nope. all went They all every went to... night. Every night I met a resupply chopper. I'd go to the co-pilot. I'd hand him my exposed film, and he'd hand me a bag with new film. Where, do you, th- where do you think those photographs are? Do you think they're lost now? Every or? now and then I've seen pictures that say official u.s army photograph okay and i think i took it <laughs> that's interesting yeah. so like the, the, basically the military was documenting what they were doing out there right right and uh, I, there was do, do they do that with video now or probably i yeah. don't know how do i know that was yeah. 50 years ago okay you okay. know the, yeah. i i had nightmares about one time i was with a uh a, a cavalry unit now cavalry you think of horses but in Vietnam, cavalry was on armored personnel carriers, M113 personnel carriers. And there was a road-clearing operation going on, so they could move these uh, APCs up to a, a fire base. What's an APC? APC, armored personnel oh, carrier. okay, okay. ABC. And I was riding on one of them. Why walk? <laughs> there were infantry, guys from the infantry walking along each side of the road, and any time you have tracks you know tanks or apcs or whatever the last vehicle in the convoy is what they called a, a tank retriever we called them big boys they were like 12 feet wide and 40 feet long and they were tracked and they had tracks about that wide apc had a track about that wide and i'm holding my hands about look turn your radio up you'll be able to see this <laughs> about 12 inches wide where the tracks on the uh, big boy were two and a half three feet wide okay and he was following the, the, the whole group. He ran over the last two guys walking on each side of the road. Oh, really? Just mashed them into the mud. By accident, all right. Well, he was drunk. Oh, man. They it's called good. me to go take pictures of it. Oh. That's what I had nightmares about. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I, says I'm they've sorry had their, about that. their nightmares about Vietnam. That was the one that took me a while to get over. Yes, man. I, my, my dad had a few, too, and... That place was a really scary place, especially for, for you were young kids, really. I mean, they're not that old, right? 18? Yeah, well, there, were, there was uh, one guy I knew that had, had joined at 17, and when he went to Vietnam, he had just turned 18. Most of us were 19. I turned 20 while I was there, and 21 a month after I got home. I was there for 13 and a half months. Well, I'd like to dedicate this show to to all the the, the young men and women that did, didn't come home. Well, not only that, but let's also think about my brothers from the 82nd Airborne Division. Mm-hmm. They just got activated, oh, did, did, and they're did. on their way to Iraq. Oh, okay, so let, let we'll dedicate it to those who didn't make it back, and those who are heading over there because it's some scary. Oh man! Well, you I know, even imagine it. We're we're uh, a war making country. This country's only not been at war for 16 years of its history. We need to do something about that team because, I mean, we, it, it really hurts our young men and women, man. They come back with PTSD, and it, they, 
and they're well, they, that's that's they, just the beginning. Yeah, they try to they try to pretend like they're super strong, but some of that stuff, like you're saying, man, you you can't unsee what you well, saw. Well, with the with the medevac that they've had that's improved over the years, they're saving more people, but those people, a lot of them are injured much more severely, and as a result, we're seeing a lot of uh, uh, really maimed soldiers. Uh, that have served and it's so, so on that sad note uh, we will s start moving on to the next segment here but we're going to play that uh, this is the musicology show if you want to check it out it's on YouTube and uh, we're also uh, we played on PBS this actually aired on PBS um, I hosted it but uh, this this uh, um, uh, this year it's going to be on uh, PBS as well and we have a little different uh, segment from the history we actually do kind of like a Beavis butthead thing where me and my co-host uh, Kevin are like bas basically uh, I mean I'm sorry Chris like his his band's name Kevin never talks so I always mess up his name but his name's Chris and like we we sit there and kind of do the Beavis the butthead thing but like this is when I actually did local San Bernardino in history and this is a Rolling Stones uh, first concert here in San Bernardino and Tim helped me with it go ahead uh, Fast Freddy What's up, team? This is Robert Porter with the Musicology History Tidbit. It's Musicology. at the National Orange Show at Swing Auditorium on June 5th, 1964. The Rolling Stones played 11 shows on their first... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Beginning their U.S. invasion. They played a cover of the hit Get Your Kicks on Route 66 by Bobby Troop in 1946. The Stones were hired by program director Bill Watson for $6,000. And with a little pretending that San Bernardino was right next to L.A., history was made. The Rolling Stones were super hyped by radio station Cayman. DJ Bill Watson drove out to LAX to pick him up. And according to Tim Abney... At the private celebration following the 35th anniversary broadcast in 1997, Bill Watson told the truth. He said when they picked up the Rolling Stones, they were dirty, they smelled bad, and he thought they'd made the biggest mistake of their lives. K-Man promoted the Rolling Stones as the ugliest rock and roll band ever, all across the Inland Empire. The show was a hit with the youthful audience, and guitarist Keith Richard was quoted, our first American gig was in San Bernardino. It was a straight goss, man. They knew all the songs and they were all bopping. It was like being back home. Route 66 mentioned San Bernardino, so everybody was into it. K-Man disc jockey Tim Abney recalls, It was a good thing that the San Bernardino police were prepared because with all the kids rushing the stage, they had their hands full, throwing them back off. Good thing the San Bernardino Police Department was there. They had to protect the band after the show, prompting a reporter to say later, good thing the riot squad was there. According to the Cayman documentary, the band pulled a London exit, dropping their instruments and running off stage. Once again, I'm Indiana Rob, and I love history. All right. Well, that was pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed that. Now, I do have one correction because I have been corrected on this one. The San Bernardino Police Department wasn't there. It was the sheriffs. Right. So and, we, a little technicality. One of the problems they had was there had just been a, a uh, I think San Bernardino or Pacific High School one 
had their graduation there, and there were steps leading up to the stage. So that made their job twice as hard because these kids, they didn't have to jump up on the <laughs> stage. Just they could just right walk up right up. So, so oh, yeah. So, like, uh, did you ever, did, you know, you were at this concert, right? I was, I, I was backstage for that one. So tell us yeah. a little bit about it. What year was this? 64, June 5th, 1964. Hey, I was all of about just a little over two years older. Yes, this well, is some serious history in San well, Bernardino. And, and a, a month later, I was in Chicago. Okay, all right. So, like, you, you just went there kind of as a kid, right? Well, no, I, I hung around, came in a lot. I okay. knew all the DJs. That's why I was backstage. I was invited uh, to go back. I, actually, Mark Dennis uh, was a very, very good, close, personal friend. And he, uh, he made all the arrangements for me. I got the backstage pass and everything from him i took a lot of pictures and those pictures while i was in vietnam um my folks had an apartment building in chicago and they had a storage room in the basement and all of my stuff was in that storage room one box was stolen the box was filled half with records and the other half with my cameras and my pictures so they were gone so, I, so maybe they're still out there. That somewhere. Maybe somebody's got them. I, I, I'd love to see them because they were, they were some pretty cool pictures. So, did you get to, did you actually get to meet in any of the band? Oh, or? sure. Okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, what do you think uh, on a personal level? Did they seem real cool? Were they? Yeah. Really oh, yeah. In the first place, okay. In the first place, I was a blues fan anyway, and Rolling Stones when they first came up, they were, they were blues guys. They, uh, in fact, they recorded. I just missed. Uh, getting a chance to watch them record at the Chess Studios in Chicago. Uh, a friend of mine was a, a producer there, Bobby Whiteside. And I got into a lot of recording sessions, but I didn't make that one. Okay. I wish I had. That would have been pretty cool. That, that's some really interesting history for Sam Renetti, you know, because Swing Auditorium, I mean, every, anybody who was anybody played there back in the day. And, if and we, usually more than once. That would be something <laughs> cool to, to try to recreate here in San Bernardino. I mean, DeVore's done a little bit over there, but like really what it comes down to, nothing will ever replace Swing Auditorium. Now, now, what happened to Swing Auditorium over there at the National Orange Show? It was struck by an airplane. Uh, airplane crashed into it, and it had a wood truss ceiling. It burned down. So some crazy history things that go down here in yeah. San Bernardino. Yeah. I would love to see a huge venue, but there's one small problem with DeVore. If you want to be successful, don't put the government in charge of it. <laughs> and, al and also, like... Uh, it, well, it the Orange Show, you wouldn't have the government in charge of it at the Orange Show. Yeah, well, and, and over there kind of sort of state it, control. it's kind of wild. Yeah. I've been some crazy concerts over there at DeVore, but I wish I could have gone over and seen something at the swing. And maybe someday we'll have something similar well, there. Well, we also had the uh, Civic Auditorium down on 6th and E Street, where the library is now. There was a, that, that was a big place, and uh, everybody played there. Uh, KFXM used to do uh, concerts there, and KCHU Television did shows there also. Um, and they would have a lot of good groups in there. I remember uh, I ran into Joni Summers, uh, and you're looking at me. Who? Who? She had a, a really big hit uh, with a record called Johnny Get Angry. Okay. And um, she was playing one of the KFXM shows there, and I was backstage. I always managed to be backstage for these things, and she was also doing Pepsi commercials. And she was running around like a mother hen because they had nothing but Coke. And she's running around asking everybody if they wanted a Coke. And I was kidding her. I said, uh, here you were selling Pepsi, but you were peddling Cokes. What's, <laughs> what's going on here? So, Ouch. <laughs> so so uh, give us a little history on the. There used to be, uh, you said, four main radio stations here? Well, San Bernardino was a one-horse, one-radio station town. From about 1927 until, oh my goodness, 1947 or 8, uh, KITO went on the air. And uh, they went on the air at 1290. That later in 62 became K Men. And at this, about that time, in 1949, KFXM had started out with their transmitter at the California Hotel or studios there with 50 watts. By that time, they were where K Life is now. 
on so, so, so how far would 50 watts go? It would cover the city. Cover the city, okay. Yeah, it, what, but 1,000 watts would... Cover a whole lot more than the city. Okay. But they, they moved to the, the facility on Inland Center in, uh, God, I want to say around 1941, and they were there until 49. In January of 49, they finished their new facility at 5.90 a.m., and they moved, and they sold the old facility, which became KRNO. Now, by that time, they had 250 watts, but when KFXM moved, they went to 1,000 watts. KITO had 5,000. And the, here's a, a neat little story. There was a guy who wanted to own a radio station in the worst way. He tried to buy into KITO, tried to buy the license. They wouldn't sell it to him. Then when KFXM was selling their facility on Inland Center, he tried to buy that, couldn't get it, so he started his own radio station, KCSB at 1350, okay. which later became KCKC, okay. country station for years. You know who that guy was? Who? You ever hear of Miller Honey? Oh, yeah, the, the honey. Woodrow Miller of Miller Honey owned KCSB, and I guess he got soured on it fairly soon because I, I think he sold it within a year or two of putting it on the air. And, and now look how many radio stations we got. Every single well, that was there, Well, one thing you got to remember is there was no FM yet. FM was purely experimental through the 40s and early 50s. They changed the band frequencies uh, to, the, to the present band. They had been much lower frequencies. Um, there weren't a lot of FM stations. And there wasn't... Uh, uh, the commercial support for FM stations yet. AM was king. AM was top 40. AM well, was country. Well, well, you mentioned the king. Did you ever see Elvis here in San Bernardino? No. Didn't see Elvis. No. He, well, Elvis played San Bernardino, but he played San Bernardino when I was in Chicago. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, he did play. We saw I him, think he played swing a couple times. We saw him at the Chicago Stadium. Okay. Yeah, any, where the, that's where the Bulls and Blackhawks played. Any other big names? Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. or anyone you see here? Um... The one that I remember the most was uh, KFXM every year did a March of Dimes uh, uh, telethon, not a telethon, it was a, a concert, a benefit for the March of Dimes, okay. and they would have buku artists. They'd have a stage band up there, and all the artists would come up and do their hit songs with that band. And they had Dobie Gray, you're going to say who? <laughs> the Coasters. I've heard uh, of them. The list goes on. The list goes on and on. All on that one show. And then they had an intermission, and Dick Dale came on. And he was the headliner, and he was going to play the rest of the night. And the place turned into a riot. <laughs> now, on a personal note, a buddy of mine and I were taking a friend of ours, sisters. They wanted to go see that. And he was a member of the Hells Angels. And he asked us real nicely, like, you guys are going to take my sisters to the March of Dimes dance, aren't you? <laughs> yes. So we did. <laughs> it turns into a riot. And all I could think about was, we have got to get out of here, because if anything happens to either one of these girls, we are dead. Yeah, Hell's Angels <laughs> are not going to be happy with that. No, so we ran for the door. But uh, that was the, the one that I remember the most. So this is, um, we're heading to the last segment here. Uh, I want to just do something real quick. I want to ask each of you, um, what's one thing you'd like to see in San Bernardino in, in, say, the next 10 years, something that could improve the city? Go ahead, Scott Olson. You want to go first? Well, I'm going to do short-term and long-term. In the short-term, City Hall, well, we don't have City Hall anymore. They got rid of it. But uh, in the San Rio government, I want to see house cleaning. If you're involved in bankrupting our city, go away. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. Long term, there is absolutely no legitimate reason for us to be in the shape we're in. If the other cities around us can do us, we need to pay attention to what they're doing that's successful. We need to jump into the game. We need somebody who's going to be a good, strong voice that's going to push San Bernardino back to... We're talking about how when San Rio's heyday, 76, all-American city, Mike... Or, sorry, Tim. Yeah. Tim, live through. How many great things happened here in San Rio? So many. Let's go back and do it again. And, and don't ahead, give up. Don't ahead. give up. What, what they you, lost. Short term? They well, Sure. I don't, I don't know about short term, long term. 
but I know that where we're at right here, we're real close to uh, uh, this shopping center, Citrus Plaza over here. Okay. That was supposed to be San Bernardino. They gave yes. up on it way too easy. So what would you like to see in 10 I'd years? I'd like to see them not give up. Okay. I'd like to see them. Uh, there's a, a lot of vacant land around here, and you've got to have a developer that believes that believes in, in the city and believes that it can support businesses. Right Beyond now, we've got businesses. Huh? Right now, the developers we have in San Bernardino are only care about one thing, the money they make and everybody else, they don't care. And, and, and the, uh, the other thing is, is we have so many uh, absentee landlords. They need, a, they need to pick up. They, yeah. don't, they don't care. They just, they're just, San Bernardino is just a, 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 a wallet. Yeah. A wallet to them. They can mm-hmm. reach in and take money out of. That's all they are. That's all we are to many of them. And that, tighten the screws, plain and simple. If they can do it in the other communities, San Bernardino, get busy. And, and what I'd like to see in the next 10 years, the short term would be uh, to, 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 to get on the right path. I mean, uh, get away from this bankruptcy issue and keep moving forward with, with making sure that we can pay our bills and not uh, be over budget, which would probably mean uh, lowering some wages in City Hall and things like that. Um, the, the other thing, long term, I'd like to see more entertainment because we're over 50% poverty here in our town. We've always been known for entertainment in the past. There's no reason why we can't take Sam and Will's lead and add to what they're already providing. What, right. And, but the one thing to remember, that we, we do have a lot of poverty here. But uh, being poor is not a crime. It is not. It is not. I'm hearing music. I think I know what that means. Yes, we're at the end of the show. That so means th- finish saying your thank yous and get off the stage. Yeah. I watch the Golden Globes. <laughs> Thanks so much, Tim Abney, Scott Olson, for coming on the show. This is Robert Porter. We missed you, Carmel Rowe. And I love you, Madre, very much. And this is the I Love San Bernardino County Radio Show. And we are out of here. We love you, Mom. <laughs> Loving me I'm a sinner I'm a saint 